Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Monday. Heck? If you're listening to this on a Monday, it's Nia's birthday tomorrow. If you're listening to it on a Tuesday, it's Nia's birthday today. Okay. If you're listening to it on a Wednesday, it was Nia's birthday yesterday. And if you're listening to it on Thursday, you're gonna. Why have, so late <laughs> to the party? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is the Tournament Podcast. She's Nia D'Amelio. I'm Trent Dozier, and we're back for another week of fun. That's right. It's Nia's birthday week. Birthday on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, guys couldn't see, but Trent, like, I don't know. We call it we call it a dead fish where <laughs> we will put our hand either between the other one's legs or like between the arm and the and the armpit and just uh, slap our arm, our hand back and forth like a fish is dying. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's fun. It is fun. We have fun. I together. was not expecting it. <laughs> Uh, so, um, because this is Nia's birthday week, mm. we are doing a very special tournament this week, something, um, geared towards Nia's interest, but before, before we get into that, just a little bit of housekeeping, as always, we are a part of the Trident Network. If this mm. is your first time listening to the tournament podcast, thanks for listening to the tournament podcast. There are other great podcasts on um, that are a part of the Trident Network. You guys can um, go to the tridentnetwork.com for more information on other podcasts. And the Trident Network is not just um, home to podcasts. It's also host to live shows and um, pre-recorded video content. Those are the three prongs of the Trident. Hey. So you can check that out. Um, if you're looking to support the podcast in any way, please uh, donate to the uh, Patreon or become a patron of the Trident Network Patreon, patreon.com slash the Trident Network, or buy some merch either for this show specifically or for any other Trident show you like or the Trident in general merch. As I've said before, I think the Trident logo is cool. Mm. Um, so y- all that information can be found on tridentnetwork.com, how to, how to help support the podcast in that way. Also, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome. If there's old podcasts or old tournaments that interest you, go back through our archives. Check those out. Obviously, you can't vote anymore because um, that you voting happened You done missed then. it. Yeah, but you can see how the the crazy attorneys at Pod voted previously. Mm-hmm. Um, see if you agree or disagree. Yeah. I think that's it. Are you ready to get into it, Nia? I'm too ready. That's, those, that's all you'll be hearing from Trent this episode. This will... <laughs> This will mostly be me, so so let's do it. Yes, this week's tournament, in honor of Nia's birthday and her interests, 
This tournament my is... My interest. My my one interest. <laughs> well, you have more than one interest, I would say. Yeah. They're all connected. This week's tournament is which Full House character <laughs> is the best Full House character? <laughs> yes. We're here to break it down, give you all the hot stats and info, yada, yada, yada. Now, before we get into it, I do want to just talk briefly. Like, what's your exposure to Full House? Um... Like, had, I know we both grew up with Full House. Like, what's everybody's general opinion on it? I would say for me, my background with Full House is that Full House was on in the background. Mm. Like, I, I'm i wondering for me specifically, well, as, as you know, Nia, and maybe the listeners have come to learn this, maybe not, um, but you, you know this, uh, my memory sucks, especially from when I was mm-hmm. a child, like, young person memories mm-hmm. um so i can't i'm not really sure if i know that i knew all the characters from watching the show more mm-hmm. or just from like pop culturally mm-hmm. knowing them mm-hmm. um but i know everybody everybody's um i know everybody exists and i know their names and i know their mm-hmm. the actors mm-hmm. um and I'm sure, I'm sure there's at least one or two or three episodes out there where if it came on, I'd be like, oh, this episode? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I couldn't really tell you. Yeah. Um, but that that's me. I know you have a long storied history with Full House. Well, I'm also curious, just before we get to me, like, big, Full House is a show that takes place in San Francisco, and Trent is from the Bay Area. The Yay! <laughs> So, I just like. In fact, yeah. The first time you ever went to San Francisco, we went to the Full House house. Yes. Yeah, which has a black door now. Which I feel like things have changed. Any any color change in the door would be jarring, but I feel like black is such a statement. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't live here anymore. <laughs> it's like I don't know, pretty aggressive. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just like curious like did that have an effect like did you know that it was in san francisco and were you like oh giant stuff or like i know that we you know watching it recently you're like niners whenever whenever michelle has like a 49ers thing on or whatever yeah i mean it was convenient that they were fans of the three teams that i was fans of niners giants warriors Mm -hmm. so anytime you're right when we've watched recently and any of those three teams has popped up you Which know. is frequent in the first season. Yeah. Less so. Less so later on. on. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I think if I'm thinking about a Bay Area thing or a San Francisco thing that I associate with the show the most, it would be the Golden Gate Bridge from the, the, opening, the opening credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fisherman's but, Wharf from the op- opening credits? No. Okay. Well, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, and I would say the second thing, or honestly, maybe even the first thing, is just them in the in the park. Oh, in front of the painted ladies. Uh, the houses. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, for, a, for a, a local Bay Area boy, I'm not super <laughs> up on the lingo, mm-hmm. sprickety, the same lingity, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but, yeah, that's... Cool. I don't know if I answered the question or not. But yeah, no, I was just curious because... You, you go, you talk. Well, I'm not from California. Of course, I live here now um congratulations (laughs) yay 
I feel like I don't remember a time in my life without Full House. Brag. Um, yeah. <laughs> Huge brag. Um, Full House to me was always on. It was like a staple of the Nick at Night lineup. I have many memories of mm. um, many memories of sleeping at my grandmother's house and watching Full House and then the Cosby show and then falling to sleep. Um <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep after you saw Cosby please come on um, <laughs> I'm like come on that joke writes itself <laughs> and then during the summers it was on ABC Family with Family Matters and Step by Step mm-hmm. the Step by Step theme song Unmatched a conversation for a different day um, but then I would say the most pivotal turning point in my relationship with Full House was that Full House in my memory was like one of it had to be the first show we owned a season on DVD oh, of. Uh-huh. And so after that I became like and that was I was I was in elementary school. I was really young. I was like 7 or 8. And so I just became obsessed with Full House. And then every uh spring break during high school, I would when other people this really says a lot about me. When other people would go on trips and I went to like rich high school, so a lot of my friends went to like Cancun and but like or like Italy like really expensive <laughs> expensive places to go I would sit at home and rewatch Full House that was like my spring break tradition <laughs> um so I have seen the series I don't know how many times it is just so like I just love it I know it's not like great you know it's not the Sopranos it's not great <laughs> television but it's like I <laughs> I love it. It's extremely comforting to me. And honestly, I think it's had a huge impact on the things that I like and certain, like, sensibilities that I have. Like, it, Full House has perhaps influenced me more than any other pop culture thing. I am who I am. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's probably true. I mean, I don't know. You would know more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I I did think it was funny that you did the prestige television show that you brought up was The Sopranos <laughs> because I, neither of us have watched The Sopranos, mm. but I am pop culturally aware that the final scene of the series is set to, uh, uh, uh. Wow, now I'm now I'm blanking by Journey, Small Town Girl. Oh, don't stop! Believing. Don't stop believing! Holy cow! <sighs> edit that out <laughs> um don't stop believing is the final s- song uh-huh. you hear in the whole series uh-huh. and journey is from the bay area. journey from the bay area <laughs> what a loose tie steve perry giants fan baby <laughs> steve perry was there in 2010 2012 2014 also while we're here shout out to buster posey Congrats oh, on your retirement. Yeah. One of the greatest giants of all time. Thanks for listening, Buster. Uh. <laughs> we love our fans. <laughs> um, okay, so that you love Full House. You've always loved Full House. Yeah, I do. I love it. I know way too much about it. I know I will watch episodes and recite lines. Yeah. There's eight seasons of this show. It's a lot of content. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Well, are you ready to reveal who's in the tournament? <laughs> I'm so excited. We uh, had some discussions. Ultimately, we got it uh, down. We we made the decision that this is going to be an eight-character tournament. Mm-hmm. There were some discussions of even as many as 16. 
uh, maybe doing 10 or 12 with some buys in the first round. But we got it down to eight, and if you're a fan of the show, I'm sure you can figure out who the eight are. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that being said, of course, Mm -hmm. there's some characters who didn't make the list. Yeah. And here... We got to talk about some some people here. Here's who they are. Mm -hmm. They are the twins, Nikki and Alex Katsopoulos, Steve Hale, Vicky Larson, Gia Mahan, Denise Fraser, Teddy... Derek S. Boyd, Nelson Burkhart, Comet, Jesse's parents, <laughs> Mrs. Carruthers, Harry, Walter, Aaron, Viper, and what the heck? What the heck's going on here? What am I reading this right? The B B B Beach Boys? <laughs> Nia, the Beach Boys were in Full House. Uh, yes. Um, we'll talk about the Beach Boys last on this list, um, but because I have a lot to say. But I do kind of want to go, go over who everybody is. I think that would be helpful. Sure. Okay. So Nikki and Alex Katsopoulos, obviously the twins that are birthed to Jesse and Rebecca Katsopoulos. Um, if you watch the show, you absolutely know who they are. Steve Hale, similar boat. DJ's longtime boyfriend. Longtime boyfriend. Um, I understand that their relationship changes in fuller house i've never watched the show whatever vicky larson (laughs) we're not here to break down fuller house no no. vicky larson uh is danny's only girlfriend like consistently in the show they are engaged at one point in fact wow and then she sort of does a veronica corningstone and is like i got a job doing news in chicago (laughs) and she moves to chicago and they eventually break up but it's like they're like cool like it's a you know it's sad for danny leaves danny trapped in a glass case of emotion Yes, I would say that the most iconic moment with Vicky is that Danny proposes to her in the two-part Disney World episode. Oh, wow. Everything Nia loves just coming together. I'm telling you, nothing has influenced me more than Full House. John Stamos would be so thrilled to hear me say that. Um, Gia is Stephanie's best friend from like season six through eight, and she's like a little rough around the edges. Um, And... In fact, Danny does date her mom for a time, but uh. but then she kind of like, oh yeah, Marla Sokolov. I I recognize her. Yeah, um, she's like she does stuff. She's an actor. Yeah, yeah. lots of people on this list are. Yeah, you're right. Um, speaking of Denise Frazier is one of Michelle's friends in the later series, and Denise Frazier is of course played by Journey Smollett, who is very famous. Um, Similarly, uh, Michelle's, I would say, first friend mm-hmm. is Teddy, and that he is played by Taj Mori. Derek S. Boyd is the kind of trio of Michelle's friend friends later is Derek S. Boyd, Denise Frazier, and Michelle. Derek S. Boyd, probably most his most iconic moment is singing Yankee Doodle Dandy in uh, a school play. Uh, Nelson Burkhart is played by Jason Marsden, who I'm a huge fan of, yes. like a 90s sitcom darling. Yes. He also voiced um, <clears throat> Haku in Spirited Away. Well, he's, and, he's also a, in general, prolific, prolific voice, voice actor. actor. Yes. Um, he is DJ's nerdy boyfriend, and I'm actually going to skip to Viper because she's sort of dating Nelson and Viper at the same time in the last season, and Viper is Jesse's newest lead guitarist, and he's Mm. very rough around the edges, and they're kind of like polar opposites. Comet, of course, the family dog. Jesse's parents, Nick and Irene Katsopoulos. 
Um, <clears throat> they're around mostly in the earlier seasons, but they're around throughout the whole series. Mrs. Carruthers is a woman on the school board who's in love with Joey, who's very prominent in maybe the last season. And then Harry, Walter, and Aaron are kind of like Stephanie's friends. Harry and Walter are more her friends. Walter, a.k.a. Duckface, is a boy that she is nice to and everybody else is mean to. And then he falls in with their friends. Stephanie gets married to Harry um, in one episode. And then Aaron is kind of like the menace of her class, but like is also her friend. Um, And then, of course, we have the Beach Boys. So, um, no dings for this episode because we're going to be talking about the Beach Boys a lot. I'm already saying it now. Wow. Um, but disappointing the fans out there. <laughs> the the Beach Boys, like the core Beach Boys, show up in the show. Uh, and I did. Let me just say, I did no research about this before. Um, I just know this off the top of my head. <laughs> it, this is true. We've I've unsolicited had this conversation with Nia more than once. <laughs> the Beach Boys in full. And when I say have this conversation, I mean she's told it to me. <laughs> um, Al, Carl, Brian, Bruce, and Mike <clears throat> appear in one episode in season two called Beach Boy Bingo. Um, DJ wins a radio contest and gets tickets to see the Beach Boys, and they come to the Tanner house, and then the Tanners get called on stage, and they sing Barbara Ann with the Beach Boys. Later that same season, I think, Mike Love comes on and helps out Jesse in a telethon that – Wake Up San Francisco is participating in. And then much, much, much later in the series, Mike and Bruce come over to the house and formally give the Beach Boys song Forever to Jesse to record. And Jesse, the character, has a big hit with it. Um, Now, in real life, the reason that the Beach Boys are so a part of Full House, and lots of Beach Boy fans uh, would hate me if they heard me say this and if you're one of them i'm sticking to it john stamos is a beach boy he's been playing with them since the 80s since before his career on full house that's why they're a part of full house um he's very close to mike love and you know whatever whatever when we had wyatt on to talk about beach boys albums he said that uh the john stamos version of forever was the biggest insult to (laughs) dennis wilson um, and I agree, but also if it weren't for Full House and John Stamos, then I would never be a Beach Boys fan. So, you know, we take the good with the bad. Now, besides the core five, <clears throat> members of Jesse and the Rippers are instrumentalists and continue to be to this day instrumentalists in the Beach Boys band. Bobby Figueroa is an early, he was a drummer for the Beach Boys in the early 80s. And he is in Jesse and the Rippers. But the most important Jesse and the Ripper, most important Ripper is a guy named Gary Griffin who plays in Brian Wilson's band. Um, and if you saw him, you would absolutely know who he is. He's that guy with the red hair that kind of looks weird. Um, he is currently in Brian Wilson's band. So, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. Just important to acknowledge, I think, Trent's catatonic. Mm-hmm. We all love the Beach Boys here. <laughs> <laughs> Wish they all could be California girls. Uh, all right, Nia, any final thoughts before we reveal the bracket? <clears throat> I guess not. <laughs> you can have more thoughts. <laughs> no, no, I don't have any more thoughts. Okay, well, RIP to all those fake people who didn't make our real tournament. And the real life band. And the, the Beach real Boys. Life band. Well, 
let me tell you, there's some fraction uh, f- fracture there. I don't know if you know about this, Nia, but uh, yeah. the Beach Boys are touring in two separate groups. I do. In fact, I wrote my grad school capstone about this issue. <laughs> and that's real. Okay, here we go. The eight characters making it into the tournament are as follows. The eight-seated Kimmy Gibbler. The seven-seated Aunt Becky, Rebecca Donaldson. The six-seated Michelle Tanner. The five-seated Joey Gladstone. The four-seated Danny Tanner. The three-seated Donna Joe, DJ Tanner. <laughs> the two-seated Stephanie Tanner. And the number one seed... Have mercy, Jesse Katsopoulos. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, okay, so in order to seed these, mm-hmm. we went with, Nia, let's see, Nia looks like she did four different things, which would be a uh, list from, so these are the average rankings um, on these lists, and then obviously whoever got the highest ranking got the highest seed. Mm-hmm. And those lists were from the Odyssey, Top Tens, Screen Rant, and in a rare move, mm-hmm. Nia's personal rankings. Yes, there weren't a whole lot of Full House lists, weirdly enough, that were just about the characters as a whole. Mm-hmm. It was like Full House characters ranked by hair. <laughs> <laughs> Full House characters ranked by work ethic was uh-huh. one of them. Um, and also, it's my birthday, so I said... It's my party, and I'll rank if I want to. Exactly. Rank so, if I want to. Rank if I want to. So I ranked. You would rank, too, if it happened to you. That, 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 that. Uh, Jesse and the Rippers ever sing that song? Or? Uh, not that I can remember. Great. But, like, they would. That's They're very much of that era. Are you ready to hear the matchups? The matchups I made, yeah, yeah, you. in the bracket I made, yes, I'm ready. Okay, we have region names. Uh, yeah, we do. Even though there is only one matchup per region, but here we go. The uh, upper left side of the bracket, the Have Mercy region, we'll see the one-seeded Jesse Katsopoulos take on the eight-seeded Kimmy Gibbler. In the bottom half of the left side of the bracket, we have the Cut It Out region, where... <laughs> The four-seeded Danny Tanner takes on the five-seeded Joey Gladstone. Mm -hmm. We move to the right side of the bracket. In the upper half, the How Rude region, the two-seeded Stephanie Tanner takes on the seven-seeded Aunt Becky. And in the bottom right side of the bracket, the You Got It Dude region, (laughs) the three-seeded DJ Tanner takes on the six-seeded Michelle Tanner. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Have mercy, Jesse versus Kimmy. Okay, this is Jesse will win this. Yes, I looking at the looking at the regions, the top half matchups mm-hmm. look way less competitive than the two bottom half matchups. Agreed. I have a question for you. Uh huh. Jesse Katsopoulos, interesting because season one he goes <laughs> he goes by Jesse Cochran. I just learned because we were watching some season one. Yeah. What's going on? He does. Explain yourself. Um, Jesse through Nia. John Stamos, as you all know from the Oikos commercials, is famously a Greek, Greek in Hollywood. And uh, he really wanted that to be part of Full House. And um, I know a lot about Full House, as stated. Really sounds like John Stamos has a lot of grip on the show, honestly, yeah. even as early as season one. So he asked the writers if they could in- incorporate his Greek heritage into the show and... 
they said yes, and they changed his name to Jesse Katsopoulos. And then, of course, um, that's a big thing throughout the show. Like, we have two episodes with a guy named Papuli, who is Jesse's grandfather. Um, DJ accidentally marries a Greek boy that comes over from Greece to visit Jesse. There's, like, lots of Greek what stuff. What was the excuse the character gave for changing his name from Cochran to Katsopoulos? Was never addressed. What? His name is just different. Oh, have mercy. Okay, well, let's... <laughs> have mercy, indeed. Let's cut the Jesse talk right there. <laughs> we can talk about him more because we think he'll win for sure. Yeah. Um, Kimmy Gibbler. Go ahead. Talk about Kimmy. Kimmy... And I'm glad that I've been watching the earlier seasons lately. Um, I think I said on Friday that I usually start at season four, uh, like when I rewatch. And that's because my favorite era of the show is when Jesse and Rebecca are just married and then have twins because I love babies. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the first few seasons, Kimmy is very funny and the Tanners are mean to her um, pretty much off the bat. Mm -hmm. But not so viciously mean as they are to her in the later seasons and she becomes like intolerable when whenever andrea barber gets uh billed as main cast which i think starts in season six or seven the character of kimmy gibbler becomes like so so like so over the top stupid um and, like, frankly, annoying. But in these earlier seasons, Kimmy is very funny. She's got, like, a good sense of humor. She is a shopaholic, which, like, I don't think anybody would say Kimmy Gibbler is the one with the fashion sense on the show. Like, her character really, really changes. And I think that a lot of us think of her as somebody who the Tanners hate. Just because you sucks. do shop a lot doesn't mean you are a fashionista. <laughs> yeah. She's she. I guess what I'm trying to say is she's on a much more even playing field with DJ when they're younger, and then as they get older, it's like, why is DJ even friends with her? And the family is so inappropriately mean to her, like so outrageously <laughs> mean to her. It's like borderline abusive. You might say, "How rude!" I yeah, you how might, rude! You might tell the family to cut, cut it, it out. out. You got and it, maybe dude. Maybe the family would say you got it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting now that I'm looking at the bracket? If, 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 uh, if something was slightly different, Kimmy would have been the seven seed. Aunt Becky would have been the eight seed. And the left side of the bracket would have been the adults, and the right side of the bracket would have been the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. But, but nay. <laughs> okay. So, well, I I uh, I agree. I think Kimmy will lose. Yeah. Um. Should we move to the cut it out matchup? Yeah, let's do it. The four seeded Danny Tanner versus the five seeded Joey Gladstone. This or the you got it dude matchup. These are the two toughest matchups. To me, in my opinion, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Nia. What way do you think it's going to go? You're the expert. I think that Danny and Joey is actually the hardest matchup on the thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because the DJ Michelle matchup is like, I think people are looking at it and going, ugh, obviously Michelle, or ugh, obviously DJ. But I think there will be an equal number of those people, whereas I think that people will see the Danny versus Joey and be like, I don't know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Danny Tanner 
I ranked higher than any other list that I looked at. Um, I think he's three on my list. I, I don't know if that's because I love Bob Saget, but I, I just really, I love Danny Tanner. And I think that this is such a weird comment, but Bob Saget is so tall and lanky that his physicality honestly provides a lot of the humor in Danny Tanner for me. Mm. Um, and he's also like, I think that the show eventually really becomes about it's it's the Uncle Jesse show for a lot of it. And Danny Tanner, though, though the head of his own household is very much a supporting character in mm. the family. Mm-hmm. Um I know that he kind of becomes a neat freak and like everybody, they all become caricatures of themselves. But um, I would vote for Danny over Joey personally. But we can talk about Mr. Gladstone. As please, well. please. Um, Joey. I don't know that we can talk about it, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about Joey. Like, and I've seen Dave Coulier do stand up and he's genuinely very funny. Um, and it's not a lot of impressions. I think Joey is like, if there's one thing that didn't influence me from Full House, it's my sense of humor. And mm. I think that, I know, I know it was like the late 80s and the early 90s, but like Joey is not funny. <laughs> and, and he's, he's very good at impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the stand up that they do show on the show that he does is not very funny. <laughs> Whereas I think like the music that, jesse plays is good um i will say it's a lot easier to just play music than it is to write a a stand-up routine basically yeah now i bet you don't know this trent but the original pitch for full house was a show called house of comics about three men living together who were all stand-up comedians and developed into the full, full house. house we know and love today. <laughs> I mean, that, uh, you know, as someone who's a comedian, that is a show I would watch, mm-hmm. depending on how well it was done. But mm-hmm. Also, interesting. can I just set the record freaking straight on this? Do Joey it. is not an uncle. He is Danny's childhood best friend. <laughs> he is Danny's Kimmy Gibbler. So and they people never... call him Uncle Joey, and they never refer to him as Uncle Joey. He is always just Joey. Yes, and of course, Uncle Jesse is an uncle because he is the brother of Danny's dead wife. Correct. Uncle to the three girls. Correct. Uh, give me Joe Gladstone. I know, I feel like Joey might win. Give me Joe Gladstone. But I'll pick Danny. Well, do you think either of the boys is going to take down Jesse? I think Jesse's going to win this whole thing. Really? Yeah. Wow. I do. I think it's one of the girls. I don't know which one yet. I'm just going to have to feel it out when I get there. But, you know, that's me. Okay. The uh, the lay person when it comes to okay. Full House. Okay. You, a Full House insider. I know. I'm a nut. Uh, okay. So, Nia's taking Jesse to win the left side of the bracket. You know what? I'm going to go crazy. You're picking Joe Gladstone. I'm picking Joe Uncle Joe Gladstone <laughs> to win the left side of the bracket. Okay. Uh, move to the right side. How rude, region. <laughs> the two-seated Stephanie Tanner versus the seven-seated Rebecca Donaldson, a.k.a. Aunt Becky. This could also, and this is terrible, this could also be named, like, the legal troubles region. Um, these two people have had really... Uh, no. No. Lori Lachlan has not had a, a tough life. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Jody Sweeten has would, had a very rough go of it. I would say very different <laughs> issues with the law. I'm so in awe of Jody Sweeten, honestly. Um, she, I wouldn't say she's like an inspiration to me, but I am very, her story's very inspiring. Yes. She was raised by her aunt and uncle because both of her parents were in jail. Then, of course, she becomes a meth addict after Full House, and she has really gotten her life together and does a ton of activism in the L.A. area, which I think is really cool. Yeah, um, and similarly, Lori Laughlin. I know. <laughs> paid for her daughter to go to college illegally or whatever the deal. You've you've read the story, yes. the Aunt Becky story. Yes. She Aunt Becky tough tough break these last couple of years for Aunt mm-hmm. Becky and it's really I think colored a lot of people's perceptions of the character, but I think that Rebecca Donaldson is a great character, honestly. Yes. I yes. don't think that yes. it she'll beat Stephanie Tanner. No, no, no. But I think that, you know, Rebecca Donaldson is from Nebraska. She is like very much, you know, she's a career woman who like does eventually marry Uncle Jesse, but like she's very much her own person and Jesse is somebody who's always going after girls, and Rebecca is kind of like this level up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, level up, level up, level up. To date a girl that like is not only solely into him, or mm-hmm. like how good looking he is, or like he's a rock star, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. She has got her own stuff going on, um, and I think she's great. And uh, I definitely, when I was a kid, I loved her and Jesse. They were like my idol mm-hmm. couple, the perfect couple. Yeah. Well, she ain't no Stephanie Tanner. I know. Stephanie, and this is, I mean, this is props to Jody, but Stephanie's like whip smart, extremely funny. Mm-hmm. Like for such a little girl, like mm-hmm. she's very funny. Yeah. Um, You know, in sitcom terms. Uh, As she gets older in the series, I think, you know, later in the series, it's, it's the freaking Michelle show, and I don't like it because... Mary-Kate and Ashley, spoiler alert, I don't think are very good actors. Um, but we lose a lot of Stephanie in the later seasons, and I think that's a shame. <laughs> sure. Okay, fine. Maybe they're not good actors. They are great detectives. <laughs> Give me pizza. <laughs> P-I-Z-Z-A. Uh, okay, so we're both taking Stephanie to move yeah. on to the final four. Mm-hmm. In the You Got It Dude region, we got the three-seated DJ Tanner versus the six-seated Michelle Tanner. DJ, Tan- DJ, DJ Tanner, of course, played by... Candace Cameron, Cameron Bure. Now known as Candace Cameron Bure. Yes. Um, then just Candace, Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron, sister of Kirk Cameron. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, Michelle Tanner, of course, as Nia just mentioned, played by the Olsen twins. Mm-hmm. Sisters of... Elizabeth Olsen. The Scarlet Witch. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I know you just said that you hated that the in the later seasons the show became the Michelle show. Yeah. I think Michelle's going to win the whole tournament. I think I she think, might too. I think Stephanie should win the tournament. Wow. Okay. My pick is going to be Michelle for the whole tournament. Okay. Anyways, Michelle, DJ, please discuss the characters. <laughs> Donna Joe. Listen. I will die on my hill for DJ Tanner being being the best uh, Tanner daughter. If if I were voting in this, I would vote DJ through as long as I could um, until she meets her fate against Uncle Jesse, and then I would vote Uncle Jesse. Mm-hmm. But um, but to me, I like her more than Stephanie and Michelle. I think the Candace Cameron 
I mean, she is who she is as a human being, but I think she's an excellent actor. And I think that she is really incredible on Full House, honestly. Um, And I like DJ because she is very, like, she's extremely level-headed and also very honest. Um, I know that, I would say this this is true, like, throughout the show, but I've been watching the the first few seasons recently. Mm -hmm. And she has a lot of conversations about... trying to be the best big sister she can be in Mm -hmm. the in the absence of having a mother Mm. and i think that those are like very real conversations and then of course later and trent and i have talked about this a lot um the the tanner mother pam was killed in a car accident by a drunk driver and later 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 in the series kimmy gibbler gets like drunk one night and dj has like a very hard conversation with her about how it is hurtful to her because her mother was killed in a drunk driving accident to see her friend act like this. Um, I just think that she, you know, in a show full of like platitudes and lessons, I feel like DJs are very, are the realist and the most honest. Mm. Um, And I think they're honest because of Candace's performance as DJ Tanner. Um, Michelle Tanner, cute as a button when Mm -hmm. she's a little kid. Uh The Olsen twins became like, their own franchise. Yeah, they solve a bunch of mysteries. Yeah. Have and sleepovers, but also solve mysteries and eat pizza. And that... <laughs> pizza! And that was before Full House ended. And so... Yeah. So it, the show is very much affected by their commercial success um, as twins. Uh, I just don't think she's any good. Um, I guess both of them. Uh, I, I don't... And I find Michelle to be... By the time she can be a, a person, you know, like her own person, because mm-hmm. she's a baby when the show starts. Mm-hmm. By the time she is a full-fledged character, I just don't think she's very interesting. She's like kind of a brat, and that's what a lot of her storyline revolves around in the later seasons is how she's a brat and how everyone's like, hey, Michelle, cool it. <laughs> so I just think that Michelle sucks. I don't know. But maybe that's just me. But she's so cute as a little baby. You got it, dude. I mean, she—they are both adorable as a as babies, and it's really incredible, like that they grew up on that set and were, you know, kind of raised by John Stamos or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it brings in a lot of ethical questions, but certainly. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the DJ is a better character and always has been. Okay, but what's your pick? DJ going through? We know you would pick DJ to go through. What do you think? I think Michelle will win. And then Michelle and Stephanie? I do think Michelle will beat Stephanie. And then, so you've got Michelle versus Jesse, and I've got Michelle versus Joey. And, of course, I've already selected Michelle going all the way. (laughs) I really think that Uncle Jesse is going to win. Okay. Like I said, he is the main character of the show, even though it's Danny's family and Danny's house. It's an ensemble show. I think that it, I guess, yeah, that's true. It is an ensemble show. John Stamos is so charismatic. How charismatic is he? (laughs) Like, he's just like Uncle Jesse. He's also extremely good looking. Yes. And was everybody's first crush. He was certainly. Except for that freaking belly button. (laughs) He was certainly my first crush growing up. Mm -hmm. And, like,. He just like pops off the screen in a way that like in a in a sitcom, like 
is hard to do. Everyone mm-hmm. else is. I think he and Candace Cameron honestly <laughs> pop off the screen in a very authentic way, mm-hmm. in ways that the other characters slash actors do not. John Stamos is a rock star. I know. Legitimately. Plus, he's a beach boy. He's a beach boy, which is the whole reason you want to do this tournament and try and get another victory for the beach boys. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. I just think that Uncle Jesse is... This is some backdoor beach boy bullshit that you're trying to pull. I definitely think that like when people talk about Full House, it's like, oh, Michelle, Uncle Jesse. And those are the two sort of like cultural touchstones that we have. Maybe Danny Tanner cleaning. Well, let me tell you, Aunt Becky's a cultural touchstone now. Now she is, but for her own actor's personal uh-huh. life. But I feel like when people talk about Full House, they think about Michelle and Uncle Jesse. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bob Saget. I don't know. You, you would know. You're, you guys are going to have to tell me. Yeah, you, the attorneys of pod, are going to have to tell us. Uh, any final thoughts before we break down voting? I thought that this would be so much longer. TBH. Well... It's tough when I don't have as many opinions. If we both have a lot of opinions, you know, we can go back and forth. But this was basically me listening to your TED Talk on each uh, (laughs) Beach Boys. Uh, Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. On each Full House character. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Beach Boys are seeping into my brain. I'll compile a list of every Beach Boys appearance on Full House. Okay. Uh, Voting. This week, if you would love to vote, we would love to have you Mm. voting in this tournament uh in order to do so here's what you can do first before we get into that uh quarterfinal voting will take place over the first two days that's going to be on monday november 8th happy birthday quinn dozier (laughs) my brother and former one-time replacement host of this podcast yes and then um the second day of quarterfinal voting will take place on tuesday November 9th, happy birthday, Nia D'Amelio. Thank you. Permanent host of the tournament podcast. Semi-final voting will take place on Wednesday, November 10th. And finals voting will take place on Thursday, November 11th, with the winner being revealed on a brand new episode of this podcast on Friday, November 12th. Who's it going to be? If you want to vote, you can do it a couple of ways. First, there is a link to vote in the uh, notes of this episode of this podcast. Tap that link. That'll take you to the Vote Center, I believe. Correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Or you can go to the tridentnetwork.com slash the-turney-pod. That is our webpage. There is a Vote Now button. You hit that. It'll take you to the Vote Center. Vote Center will take you to the voting for the day. Um, or you can visit us uh, across any of our social media at the Turney Pod. We post the link to vote there every day, um, and yeah, that's where you find that. I think mm-hmm. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. I got nothing else. Nia, any uh, any final thoughts? Are you excited for this? Are you excited for full? I mean, we were literally Full House was on before we started <laughs> recording this podcast, so you know she's locked in. I, yeah, I mean, if you don't like Full House, I guess that's okay. <laughs> but just know that I love it and I'm never going to stop loving it. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll I know back... every Full House transitional music. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on Friday to feed you those hot hot delicious yummy results of this tournament uh thanks 
thanks for listening uh hope everybody has a fun time voting happy birthday quinn my brother happy we birthday love you. quinn um also happy birthday nia thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us on this hot little journey called turning and remember may, may the, the thing with the, the most votes win Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to find out who won our Best Full House Character Tournament.